Today's show features Hal, who went from burning ladders to burning brighter. Stay tuned for this inspirational story. You are listening to the Work Life Eubiosis podcast with your host, Charleston Edwards. If this is your first time here, welcome. My goal is simple, to bring harmony and balance to this world, starting with the family. There is so much more to life than the nine to five, and this show is designed to bring you inspiration, motivation, and practical solutions to bring balance and joy back to your life. Work-life balance is not a myth, it's a choice. Themes on this show range widely between faith, family rhythms, work, and lifestyle philosophies. You will also hear burning ladder essays submitted by our community of friends and listeners who ditched the rat race, beat burnout to pursue a more balanced and purposeful life. My hope is that this show and the stories shared will provide encouragement, motivation, and will provide some ideas that will be valuable to you on your journey to work-life freedom. So let's dive into today's episode. Millions around the globe burn out every year while climbing the corporate ladder. We witnessed this firsthand during the pandemic. The Great Resignation birthed new entrepreneurs who were on a quest to find fulfillment, freedom, and a new fire to burn. I was one of them. While the climb has its benefits, it gets tougher as we grow our homes and as we grow our families. It's easy to find ourselves stuck in a pattern of professional and personal choices. The trade-offs start to pile up. The stories that you will hear on this platform are the individuals that decided to redefine success. They either stopped climbing the ladder, found a secure place on the ladder, or burned the ladder down. Burning the ladder is a mindset shift. It means to put purpose first, to put family first, to put God's purpose first, to put health first, to put our values first, to put our divine design to love and serve others first. It's defining the values of what makes us who we are at the core and redesigning a lifestyle that centers around those values. Burning ladders is not easy. It's pretty tough. It's almost one of the most courageous acts any one person can do in life. We have been told what success looks like from a young age and how to get there. We are launched into this world with a certain belief system that there is only one way to success. Burning ladders is burning down that one way. Burning ladders is not a call or permission to quit a current path or job. It means first to recalibrate our priorities. This recalibration looks different for many people, and that is the purpose of sharing these stories, to share how others have approached their conflict with work and life and family, and then decided to no longer compromise their most important values. So without any more delay, Let's get into today's letter.
Dear listener, as water flows in a stream, so do we along our career and life journey. If I think back on the early phases of my career, I was extremely intentional about where I applied my efforts in the job hunt. I was on fire with purpose about what I wanted to do, so I sought out the job, landed it, and began to work. I had all the time in the world to put into my efforts and no major commitments outside of my work life. The speed of the stream was just a trickle, and my purpose and direction were completely aligned. As the years started to move forward, the speed of the water increased as well. Responsibilities to the family began to grow as one child and then to another was born. Decisions within our family led us to one income, which was mine, and opportunities presented themselves which sounded exciting. These newfound opportunities would also pay more and help financially support our growing family. A good thing, right? At first, the new opportunities still aligned with my purpose. They were in the same organization which I admired. I also completely believed in the overall broader purpose that my company provided in serving our local, state, and national clients. I was in a new and burgeoning field of software development. Software was beginning its journey of eating the world and it was greatly helping us better serve those who needed our services. I only see this in hindsight now, but I feel strongly that when career and company changes occur, we must properly assess this alignment and direction. Things change even when you're not necessarily looking or noticing them. My early 30s self-paid no attention to this, and I was simply lucky that things aligned. As the next decade progressed, the stream took on new rocks, and in some cases, boulders, that shifted the water flow, and in some cases, greatly sped it up. Two entirely new companies. Instead of manning the canoe and intentionally and purposefully navigating the stream, it had become a river. This river required more equipment to navigate the water safely, and being entirely intentional, and was less paramount. Oftentimes, navigational decisions boil down to survival versus being intentional. As they say, all rivers lead to the ocean. The question that I soon found myself asking was, am I on the right river? In what felt like a moment, but was really the culmination of about two or three years, a new deadly fish had started to breed in the river. Maybe I didn't notice it at first because the fish weren't really that big. But once the number and the size reached a certain point, I realized this river is not only too fast, but it is even potentially deadly to my long-term survival. It was time to pull the canoe to shore and start the hike. Hike to a new river. 
The journey to the ocean would have to continue, but a new river and canoe were paramount to not only my survival, but also that of my family. While camping on the shore of the river each night, I had thankfully been working to keep our canoe in top shape. This included building new equipment we could use on our journey. When I was not navigating the river each day to simply survive, I could spend that intentional time and build a new boat that could better navigate not only this river, but any new one that we would journey towards. The key lesson I took away from this was that intentionality and purpose matter more than anything. When I was working on the shore each night, the river did not force me to react, and I could think. We cannot let the river bounce us around. We have to be the guide for ourselves and for our family. By me being purposeful, I could better connect with the journey, reduce the chaos, and strengthen everything for our family. My note to my 30-year-old self, as I now sit here in my early 50s, is to rest on the riverbank each night and to think and reflect. At a regular cadence, determine if the current state of the river is healthy and the best way to travel to the ocean. Do not let the river just float you along. Be ever vigilant of your purpose and direction. So how did I rebuild that canoe? The actual steps and lessons involved started with supporting my wife as she started working on a new endeavor related to home education and serving other homeschool families. I had the skills she did not have that allowed me to not only support her new work, but to stretch those muscles I could not always use in my daily job. We both began to see new success. I learned that my employer, while not inherently bad, was exactly that, an employer whose culture no one could control. I was brought up to ask not what your company can do for you, but what you can do for your company. I still believe this is a good mantra, as I believe we are called to serve others with our skills. Problems present themselves now, though, in that loyalty to employees is no longer there for the majority of organizations. Sure, there are some that are that are good and left, but they are few and far between. The career is no longer a thing, and in today's knowledge society, we have to develop more generalist-type skills that we can apply to many different organizations and situations where our skills may be needed. My family began to realize we had combined knowledge and skill sets we could use to more broadly serve the homeschool families in our midst. We had the platform and ability to make things work in our own business. After about eight years of growing an online curriculum business on the side, we can make this a full-time thing. We began reviewing our finances through the same lens of purpose and intentionality. As we aligned our general life to our financial life, we knew things were set up for success. It is called budgeting, and every family and business needs to do this basic blocking and tackling exercise for their financial success. It is akin to not letting yourself drift along on that river. My biggest advice to whoever will listen is to be ever vigilant of your purpose and direction. 
It was time to make some moves. I was no longer going to float down that dangerous river aimlessly and with opportunities that did not serve me or my family well. I was going to be ever vigilant of my purpose and direction. Sincerely, Hal. I would like to thank Hal for his letter, and I would also like to congratulate him and his family on where they are at in life now. I personally know Hal, so I could say that he and his family are flourishing, and they are a model to families seeking more purpose and intentionality. I'd like to provide some applications of what we've heard today, but before I do, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Own Your 5 to 9, an organization committed to freeing families of the rat race and burnout. Every organization has a leader, mission, and a set of values that drives the organization. But this is commonly missed in the most important organization in the world, the family. An organization has one mission for how it will impact the world. Why not the family? An organization goes into strategic planning to align its values, mission, and projects. Why not the family? Whose Home, a strategic planning guide for families is a workbook and a tool needed in all households. Whose Home takes a strategic planning approach with 10 guided exercises to define your core family values, family mission, and tools to operationalize how your family does life together. If your family is facing big decisions, whose home is for you? If you're considering a career pivot, whose home is for you? If you desire more intentionality and harmony in your home, whose home is for you? Create a healthy culture, not a hustle culture at home. Visit ownyour5to9.com to claim your copy today. Welcome back. We've heard the overview from Hal on what it took to burn the corporate ladder, or in his own words, to hike to a new river. Here are the applications. Number one, don't be afraid to explore your passions. Number two, be careful during corporate changes and remember to put family first. Number three, start early on a side hustle and give yourself a long runway to make a move. Number four, Seek financial health with budget practices and sound communication as a family. Number five, spend less time just punching the clock and be ever vigilant on the direction your life is heading and your purpose in it. Number six, don't be afraid to adjust when you're feeling pulled in the wrong direction. And number seven, make sure your career choices best serves your family. Thank you for joining today's show. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Work Life Ubiosis podcast, part of the work life resources created by Own Your 5 to 9. I hope that you have found encouragement and a few ideas to strengthen your journey to purpose, freedom, and balance. Have you overcome burnout? and found a new way of life? Millions around the globe are still at 
the risk of burnout and losing it all, and your story may be the one that sparks not only a dream, but action. Visit ownyour5to9.com for more information and to submit your story. While you're there, join the Work-Life Ubiosis newsletter and receive additional resources weekly right to your inbox. If you enjoy this podcast, take time to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Share it with a friend or a loved one. Remember, the most important organization in the world is the family. Let's do our part to strengthen it. Thank you for listening.